Hi everybody, this is the Fish and Grits Podcast. just hop into it best friend okay what's the first topic uh i wrote she hate me because oh yeah you did watch it this weekend no hold on Please. tell me about your trip in new orleans um so me and my other best friend denisha she came <laughs> down <I'm sorry>. to <laughs> she came down to mississippi for like two days mm-hmm. and we drove to New Orleans Friday night, you know, drank, participated in other extracurricular activities. <laughs> and Did she y'all stay in New, New Orleans? Orleans. Yeah, we stayed in a really nice Airbnb not too far from Bourbon Street. Okay. It was like maybe 10, 15 minutes tops. Went down there because she's never been to New Orleans. She had crawfish for the first time. She had beignets mm. for the first time. And uh, she left Sunday, so... I just dropped her off at the New Orleans airport and I came on home. It was raining hella hard. Yeah, so I was just extra man. careful. Yeah, she was kind of getting scared. You dropped it by yourself? Yeah. She was kind of getting nothing. scared where? Well, because it was raining so hard and her she was scared her flight was going to get canceled or delayed. Um, and it did get postponed until 4.30. But she ended up making home before 7 because I know she had to work today too. So she probably wanted to go home, take a nap, recoup. You know, oh, okay. after a long weekend of being out in the streets, when you get home, you just want to rest and recoup before you start your work week again. So, yeah. Did y'all go to any restaurants? Um, where we got the place, where we got the crawfish from was this place called The Boil. So mm-hmm. we got, we just split a bucket. It wasn't like, it wasn't like probably what I would get from like a mom and pop shop. It was one of those. It was like the restaurant we went to in Jersey. But oh, I feel okay. like that restaurant probably gave me more seafood than this one probably did. Mm-hmm. And yo, the crab legs at that restaurant was twenty nine dollars per pound. Wait, which one? The restaurant we ate at. Twenty nine dollars per pound. And I'm like, we're in the south. I, but I forget, that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, but I, I would forget. expect those prices on the east coast up north. But not I forget, down there. this is a restaurant. This is not like no mom and pop oh, walking yeah. in. This is like one of those I don't want to call it a gentrified restaurant. It's just Oof. one of those restaurants where like it's probably ran by white people mm. and the food was good. Like the corn was great. The food was good. But it's just like you know this is not yeah. like no mom and pop where you can go in there and get like crawfish for three a pound or get like a whole plate for what you paying this for. But it was good. The beignets was good. It's um, the daiquiris. I took her to Cafe Dumont. Dum- is it Dumont mm-hmm. or Dumont? You said it right. Dumont. In um, the French Quarter. Um, oh, this yeah, makes we me miss New Orleans. Drank a lot of daiquiris. We had some Popeyes there. You know, <laughs> just, just eating and drinking and other stuff. I had a good time and a nice Airbnb. And yeah, it was a nice, the only vacation I'll probably get this summer. So it was nice. I'm glad she had a little vacay. Yep, a little vacay. And I went over my budget, so I'm just like, I'm not spending no more money. No Don't you hate when you do that? You feel like you had to put yourself on punishment. Like, you know, well, you no. ain't doing nothing no more. <laughs> I couldn't really afford to go in the first place. The budget was $100, but I ended up spending more than that. And I'm just like, never again. Like, mm. 
never again. That's a tight budget. If you could have pulled it off, I would have been like, wow. I mean, I could have if it weren't for some things, which I'm not going to talk about, but mm-hmm. it could have been done. It could have been done. Gotcha. Yeah. But while I was away in New Orleans, you were watching She Hate Me. I definitely was because you mentioned it a so few episodes ago. First of all, Leah, as soon as you told me that it was a Spike Lee movie, I should have known that, like... You sound like my brother. This was about to be something completely left or completely right. I don't know what I was expecting. At first, I was a little thrown off by, like, why did it start off with him working at this whole um, pharmaceutical mm-hmm. company, I guess, for, like, the vaccination for AIDS. But then as the storyline progressed, it kind of made sense why Spike Lee was bringing it up. But the whole separate part about his ex-fiance coming back into his life and her and her girlfriend or her partner saying that they wanted him to basically... They wanted to have a baby by him. Mm-hmm. And how Carrie Washington was like, I want to do it the traditional way. But her partner was like, nah, we're going to use this tur- turkey-based uh, method. But no. But no. Uh, it didn't work with the turkey-based. <laughs> and then just how like the whole other group of women, like they turned into a whole business in a weird-ass way. Like he was getting 10000 a piece just to have sex with women, all these uh like lesbian women. Bills so, like, gotta get paid. You said what? The bills gotta get paid. Yeah, bills gotta get paid because he definitely lost his job because he yep. was a, a whistleblower. Um, but it was just wild. I didn't. I think that it got really wild when at the very end, when. They basically all just came together, the three of them, and was like, you know what? I love Kerry Washington. Uh, I guess I got to love you, too. I think her name was Alex. And oh, like they, kissed, that's how it ended. They had a three-way yeah, relationship, kissed, right? Yeah, he okay. kissed Kerry Washington, and then kissed the other woman, and then, like, they was fine. I was like, what is going on? I was just, it, I was like, only Aaliyah would have me watching stuff like this. It was a good well, movie, but it was just like, What? Where I told you in de- in as little detail as possible what the movie was about, and everything yeah. I said was correct. <laughs> and it reminds me of the episode of Hustle and Soul this past season that just went off, where like it was the same thing, where it was like a three year relationship, and I was just like, I Hustle actually I forgot soul. that part. You you ever heard of that TV show uh, about their restaurant, their soulful restaurant in Brooklyn? Wait, they, they have a three-way fight. relationship? I mean, yes. I've only seen, like, two episodes. It's like a black guy that owns a restaurant or yes. something, and he yes. always did some love triangle with somebody. Yes. Now, oh, the child. love triangle is a three-way relationship because his wife or his fiance was like, Sandy's going to be our... She's going to... We're going to welcome her into our home. Like, she's going to be our new girlfriend. It was. It was... It was crazy. Could you do was, something like that? Hell the fuck no. <laughs> she you can have your fucking ass. I asked somebody. I, no, I was telling somebody about the movie I was watching. And I was like, you know what? That don't sound like a pretty bad deal. And then the person basically was of like, course, you know what? Walk your you way would out think of like that. Walk your way. She, they basically was like, walk your way back out of this situation. It's a trap. Walk right on out of it. And I was like, you know what? That's right. We can just stop the conversation right here. Yeah, because you never know who might be listening. You're right. You're right. Little birds everywhere. 
But yeah, I told you the movie was crazy. I just you just reminded me that in the end they did have a three A relationship, and I just and then he had like nineteen kids. Yeah, he got put in jail because of that, right? Because of yeah, that no, I I guess they put him in jail because they tried to say that he was soliciting sex, so it was like prostitution. Like you shouldn't get you shouldn't you shouldn't be getting paid for having sex, basically. Y'all are so But I was mad. like, he never asked these women for sex. They came to him. It, it's a like, consensual relationship. A baby. He getting money and he giving them what they want. It's no different than going to a sperm bank, picking out the dog. Right. And getting that sperm and having a baby with no strings attached to the male. That's up to him or the baby to decide when they get older if they want to meet their dad. But like, y'all upset because he making money off of it. The man lost his job. He giving them bomb D, a baby. Yeah, yeah look that way. And he getting paid for Yeah, because they was all going like, it's so funny to see Anthony make. Just to see how far he I came. I know. I, I'm just like, I keep what thinking the about, hell? I go from like Papa Doc to the Falcon. And I'm just like, man, you came a long way. It was another movie he was in where he was like, he was playing, he was a basketball player. Even mm-hmm. Marcel is in it. And what's the guy name from Roll Bounce? The other black guy was like his best friend, but he wanted to be a doctor. And Anthony Mackie was trying to go pro. But the problem was, I don't know what his problem was. He had the skill, but for some reason they, they didn't want him. Um, they, did, they didn't want him, but they liked his skills. But his friend was the better basketball player. He just didn't want it bad enough. And like Eva Marcel or Eva Pickford, whatever the fuck her name is, she played the friend's girlfriend or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think I, I'm gonna figure out what the name of that movie is because I've seen it before. But I know Anthony Mackie was in that movie too. So I'm just thinking about all the roles he played. He's and definitely I'm just like, come a long way. You have really come far, and I'm so proud of you. And speaking of superheroes, I was just about to say that. Speaking of Marvel, <laughs> I'm gonna let you talk about it since you seem to be so excited. And which is weird because I've never been. I don't care about Marvel uh, yeah. like you do. Yeah. Um, I'll probably watch what did I watch? Black Panther. I think that was about it. Uh, what other Marvel movies? I've seen Iron Man, but it's just like, uh, I only went because my brother wanted to see it. But they just recently had Comic Con. Yeah, San Diego Comic Con. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but I just got so excited that they announced that Mahershala Ali is going to be Blade. <laughs> and I don't even... I'm trying to think, do I even remember... I remember watching Blade like when I was younger, but I think I'm mm-hmm. more excited because I just think that the that him being cast as Blade is like... like, no-brainer. Like, no, I don't... He's a I winner. Never saw, I never saw any... Like, as soon as that came out, I was like, you know what? This is a casting I never knew that I needed, and I'm definitely gonna have to go watch this. He's winning in life. Too. He really Oscars. is. And he they said that movies. based off of him, like not based off of him, but after he won his second Oscar, they said that he walked into like uh, Marvel's office or something, and basically mm-hmm. told them like Blade, and they was like, "Say less, you got it." <laughs> and I was like, Ugh. I know that's probably like exaggerated on how they story. Yeah, is. that's definitely exaggerated. But but... It's just like I didn't know I needed this, and I'm so happy for him. Honestly, I just think that he's a brilliant actor. I just think that how he talks, 
his intellect, his skin. I He's just, married with I, a baby. I, I, You're thanks, lusting. Thanks, Aaliyah. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Thank you so much. Anywho, I just said all this to say that I just, I'm excited. That was the only thing I think I was excited for from Marvel. Um, I don't know y'all got like a whole bunch of other like phases. I didn't even know there was phases. Yes. Uh, of movies and stuff. You can you can handle their part. God, I was only here for Blade. I mean, basically it's just phases where they I mean, this is a plan planning thing. Like Marvel doesn't do anything half ass. Everything is planned. Like that one story, that one movie in game was ten years worth of planning. That was twenty what? something movies. Yes. That's when they saw so they do it in phases where they break down these movies and it follows a specific storyline. And then all the movies that came before that one movie led up to that movie. And they all had callbacks to previous movies that they've mm. done before. So with this new phase, because we are going with all new storylines, some actors you're familiar with, some not so much, this is probably going to open the door for like the X-Men and the Fantastic Four and all that stuff. But of course... If you watch the original Blade, you know Wesley Snipes played him. He did a fantastic mm-hmm. job. He spearheaded that whole project. I heard a little rumor that he wanted to do Black Panther a long time ago, but they never came to fruition. And I mean, since the announcement, I never really thought, like, when I thought about who could play Blade next, or when I thought about it, I never saw past Wesley Snipes because I couldn't think of anybody that came to mind. But mm-hmm. I'm not mad at the casting choice. I know he's he's a great actor, so I'm not worried about that. I know a lot of people are worried about the martial arts aspect of it because Blade did a lot of martial arts, and I, I didn't know that Wesley Snipes, Snipes was big. Well, he was into that, and he he knew different martial arts styles, so that's why mm. for him it seems so natural. And I know a lot of people said that they thought about Michael J. White possibly playing Blade because he's also into a lot of mixed martial arts and he does oh, a lot that of movies like been that. Nice too. Um, only thing is he's so short. That Ooh. I think that kind of would have threw me off, but I could have seen that. But I'm I'm glad it's Mahershala Ali. I just want people to stop saying, "Oh, I'm not gonna see it because I want Wesley Snipes back," or "Why didn't they cast Wesley Snipes?" People just really like, saying it. Yes, a lot of people are like, "Well, I want. Why would they do Wesley Snipes like that? I want Snipes back. He's the best play." And I'm like, "You guys, the, the and a lot of people are worried also about if he'll be able to pull off the stunts." And my whole thing is like, "This movie is not coming out next year." Or in two years, or in three years. Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige already said this movie is not in Phase Four. He didn't say if it was in Phase Five or Phase Six. He didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. All he did was say, "Okay, I'm gonna give y'all a surprise. We are gonna do a Blade movie, and this is who we have to play Blade." He has plenty of time to train and bulk up for this role. And when they casted the original Avengers a long time ago, I don't think anybody first saw that Robert Downey Jr. would be this big-ass superstar Tony Stark or that the guy, Chris Evans, who plays Captain America, will play the character so well that it's like, damn, I'm really going to miss him. So it's just like, give the man a chance. Even though he got big shoes to fill, give him a chance to prove that he can play yeah. this role. Marvel, for the most part, with their casting, has done a really good job of getting, char- of getting actors that look like them and really entrench themselves in the roles. So I don't understand why, after 10 years of making these movies, why they feel like we gonna doubt you again. This ain't the right choice. Can he do this? Can he do that? I mean, let the man show you. The motherfucker mm-hmm. can act his ass off. We know the storyline is gonna be good. Let him show you that he can do it. Like he has plenty of time to to practice and train and bulk up and all that. And I trust Marvel at this point. 
they haven't disappointed me that much. That I mean, much? They, they, haven't, they, they haven't disappointed you? me at all. They more so have been inconsistent sometimes. Like, not every movie is up to, like, par with some of the other ones. So, mm-hmm. I won't say disappointing me. But it's just, like, they've been consistent. Unlike other franchises. So, it's like, I'm not finna shit on them now because... I'm worried about martial arts stuff that I don't have a shit ton of clue about. And I'm like, as long as it looks good and it feels authentic, I really don't give a shit. Like, I'm not finna stress over it because I know Mahershala Ali got plenty of time to do all that stuff. And I heard in that movie he was in, Alita Battle Angel, that, like, the way he was dressed and, like, the way he talked and acted reminded people a lot of Blade. So I think this was just... This was just waiting to happen. Like, I just think that it was all timing. Like... That's all it yeah. was. Because I'm like, if people making comparisons of him from another movie, then obviously he can pull the role off. It's just going to be about fighting. But, I mean, the first, the first, I, I hope they include Wesley Snipes in it somehow because I know he fought really hard for that movie and put his all into it. But, I mean, if he ain't in it, what do y'all want him to fucking do? He's 57. He's damn near 60. These motherfuckers be in contracts for 10 plus years. He'll be 67 if they use him again. Who the wow. fuck, like, and then y'all gonna be complaining like why is old ass Wesley Snipes flipping and jumping on screen and shit like embrace the newness the freshness of it all that's all I want people to do especially black folks <laughs> I really want y'all to shut the fuck up because half of y'all don't know shit complaining. exactly half of y'all don't know shit about comics and nothing like that so just mm-hmm. just get off Mahershala Ali dick because let's not Oof. act like he ain't been in some great ass movies and ain't been acting his ass off and for somebody who really kind of seemed to catch traction acting-wise, maybe it seemed like in the past two or three years, he already got two Oscars under his belt. So, like, let's not sleep on the man. Because some of your faves ain't got Oscars. Some of them ain't got Oscars nearly that early in their career. So, let's not let's not do that, okay? But I'm very happy. And all this shit was happening while I was in New Orleans. So, I'm just catching up as I'm mm-hmm. waking up from naps or I'm scrolling through stuff and I'm like, oh shit, like Blade, like me and my brother, we just talking about this movie and lo and behold, they mm-hmm. unveiled it. And that's just one of many announcements because they have another conference coming up and I think they're going to do a lot more stuff there because it's strictly Disney's They thing. have like a Disney so, conference? It's called the D23. So Marvel oh, has this. It's all of Disney stuff. So they're probably going to do Star Wars, all that other stuff. But they, these, um, Marvel has these movies, and they're also doing a streaming service that's coming out in November, and they're going to have TV series based off of characters that we've seen in the movies, and those will co-inside or at least connect somewhat to the movies that they got coming out in the future. That's mm-hmm. how intricate and detailed this shit is, because it all connects somehow. That's what I'm saying. Like, all this planning shit, they, they be planning phases and years ahead. Like, what movie's going to wow. come out? What castings they just they just don't say anything. Like Kevin Feige is just strategic about, you know, like if the thing he said he didn't have anything casting wise for Fantastic Four, but I bet you by the time that new conference come up in August, by then it'll be like, Okay, well we casted the characters for this. Or he already know he's just not gonna say it. Hmm. And we already kinda I already know in my mind who I want to be in that movie, so I'm just hoping that it actually comes true. Hmm. I don't know all of that. Yeah, cause you're. Cause of you're what? Not into it. Cause you're not into it. You're not into I it. You was gonna call me something. No. Did you finish Stranger Things though? I sure did. I did too. So I don't know if you wanted to slide that in there real quick. I mean, we 
don't have to. You can wait another time. But I just want to say I thought this I was just... the best season out of all of them, to be honest. Wow. I'm about to say the exact opposite. Oh, you thought it was the worst? or you? I didn't think it was okay. the worst. I was just, to me, it just felt like something was lacking. I don't know what was lacking. Like, agree- granted, the first two or three episodes were a slow burn. But you yeah. got to have that build up because these kids are not there. They, I didn't realize how much older they looked until they did flashbacks in season one. And I was like, damn, they were like babies when this show came out. And now these, mm. these niggas got mustaches. They voices cracking. They look taller. <laughs> they probably got periods and like boobs and stuff. I'm just like, they these are not. They boyfriend and girlfriends on That's the what I'm show. saying. They like, making wow. out. So they kind of have to catch you up. Or at least build up so you know. And I mean, it was a short season, but once that shit hit the fan, it was like nonstop. Like I couldn't stop watching it after like episode four when it started to pick up. I mean, I think I watched it all the way through. Like I don't think I, I don't know it. why you be doing it to yourself. I don't know what? how I managed to binge watch like a Netflix show, but that's literally like a Saturday. This literally me getting up at Saturday morning and watching it to like what? Four o'clock in the afternoon and be like, wow, I'm done with the whole uh series. I did queer I liked it Saturday too. Yeah, you do a lot. Um I've been I need breaks. <laughs> I mean, once it started to pick up Sunday, I was like going through it. Like I think I went through five through eight. But the first three or two episodes, it was just kinda like, okay, a one and done. And but if something interesting happened, I might be like, Okay, I'll watch another episode. Hmm. But once it hits episode four. With that sauna test, I was like, "Oh, baby, we in here now. I'm about to, I'm about Wait, to zoom through the rest of this." When they locked Billy in the sauna and he started spazzing oh. and hulking the fuck out and damn near choked Eleven, and they just standing there watching. I'm like, "So, Mike, you gonna let him choke your girl? Y'all ain't gonna help her." I, I just wonder why. Why did Eleven keep putting herself through this shit? I so I got so tired of seeing know. that damn bloody ass nose. I was like, "Girl." I don't know. I mean, if if not her, who gonna do it? Because, I, I mean, know. without her, I mean, I'm not gonna give the other kids, like, they don't do shit, but it's like she's the, <laughs> she does most of the heavy lifting, and it's like, without her, they damn near lost. Like, she couldn't use her powers, and if it hadn't been for Joyce closing the fucking gate, like, I don't know what they would have did. Like, yeah. I really don't, because Baby Girl was useless after that point. And- so did, did the officer really die? Um, I mean, people are or is speculating like a theory that, you that he's know, still alive. Something happened I, when the portal closed. A lot of this I mean, stuff. he could be on the other side. They didn't show him disintegrating, but that don't mean he didn't disintegrate. That man is in a Marvel movie now, so I don't really... He is? He's in the Black Widow. He's going to be in a Black Widow movie, so... You know. Girl, Angelina Jolie is with Marvel. Brian Tyree Henry huh? is with Hold Marvel. On. Time out, time out, time out. When did Angelina Jolie get with Marvel? At Comic Con, she's gonna be in the Eternals movie. Brian Tyree Henry, Paperboy. Wait, from what Atlanta. is Eternal? What is Eternals? What Eternals. They are immortal beings sent by the Celestials to protect Earth from these people called the Deviants. So, and it's a diverse cast. Like, there's an Asian guy. There's Angelina Jolie. There's Salma Hayek. There's Brian Tyree Henry from Paperboy from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. There's this little girl. There is um, this Middle Eastern guy, and then there's a guy from Game of Thrones, which, because you haven't gotten past season one, you wouldn't know who I'm talking about. But he's also part of the cast. So, um, and then the director is an Asian woman. So, um, yeah. 
Like wow. they have a roster. Marshall Ali. They have. Um, I feel like there was somebody else. So they're just locking in on folks. Well, I mean, I think they're strategic in who they want. I also think that when it, I think they look for look and acting ability and like who can really bring the character to life. I think that's why we like the people who played the Avengers before because like. I mean, when you look at Robert Downey Jr., I'm sure he's nothing like Tony Stark, but he really, like, sells that role mm-hmm. so well that it's, like, hard to separate the two. Like, even now, like, the guy who played Captain America, my brother, was, like, he, he saw him in another trailer, and he was, like, I can't unsee him as Captain America now. I could see him as not Captain America, but I haven't seen that trailer yet, so I'm really not sure what he's talking about, but... Just little stuff like that, you know. But what were we talking about? Stranger Things? Just know, <laughs> I think it was the best. Because, see, we, we went back to Marvel. I just think it was the best season for me, by far, as far as the action and the storyline. It was so gross with all the liquefying and, like, stuff exploding yeah, and stuff. Yeah, a lot going They on. really took it there. The budget is up, way up. <laughs> it's above me now, the budget. So... I'm just like, I'm, I can't wait for season four. Um, I'm not sure if Hopper is dead. I mean, I was low-key like, damn, y'all had a date and like, Elle, that's like a dad to her. And I was crying at the end when, when she was reading that letter he wrote her. Yeah. I was like, damn, this, I was like, oh, I'm crying, I'm crying. Because it was just sad. Um, you cry? I'm, I cry sometimes, bitch. I'm I'm human. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't saying it like you don't cry. I was just like, wow. Listen, I cry Something every, every episode. That much emotion. Don't play with me. Week. I cry you, every it, episode just... of This Is Us. Don't play with me. Oh, yeah, you do. I take that back because we've been talking exactly. about it. That show gets me very emotional. So let's not. Every episode, they're always doing something to make folks cry. I cry when Tony Stark died in Endgame. Yeah, you told me that. A little, I'm a probably gonna cry tears. when I watch The Lion King. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm probably gonna mm. cry. Have fun. You not gonna see it? Mm. Why not? Alina? I don't know. I'm just not. I don't feel like going to see it. And spend my money. Honestly, like <laughs> I just feel like I can save that for another outing. Like I'm okay. I'm good. Maybe just because I'm such a huge fan of The Lion King. Hercules is my favorite Disney movie. Like I can watch that over and over and never get tired with them singing black ladies. I love Greek mythology and gods and stuff like that. And it's just and it's just a funny movie. It's just a good movie to me. So I like Lion King, but it's not like I'm gonna go rush out to go see it. And Man, it, I, I heard some mixed reviews huh, about like I already broke my heart about it. <laughs> people saying like it's okay. Like it's not all it. I heard the singing was a bit eh. The voice well, acting was a I bit listen- eh, Okay, but- well, I will say this. From listening to the soundtrack before seeing the movie, I expected more out of mm. some people. Mm. Like, even on some parts of what little Simba says, I'm just like, okay, y'all can take another take and like tell him to put some more like, you know, oomph into it. <laughs> or like make it not sound like you know fake in a way or like scripted or rehearsed because mm-hmm. like the first one was just so smooth like literally I just, it's almost as if they rushed through it but I know they didn't rush through it I don't know it just seems like 
I just expected more. And it could be because I'm just so obsessed with it from, like, being such a young age and, like, still going up and, like, listening to, like, the score and, like, the soundtrack of it from, like, the old days. But, girl, I just... I, on the soundtrack alone, not the soundtrack, the score, I just wasn't impressed. Okay, I mean, so... obviously, when Beyonce would come in and sing Can You Feel the Love Tonight, I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm losing my mind. But there are those little clips when I hear Beyonce talking, I'm just like, Ugh. <laughs> which is shocking right and then this morning when I woke up uh, two of my friends like tested and they was like yeah we saw the Lion King saw the Lion King and one of them was just like I'm gonna say this again Beyonce cannot act and she you has not what? been able to act since you know Carmen what? and the hip hopper that came girl that's my TV. movie <laughs> fuck your friend that's my movie right there I love that movie when I was young. I like younger. that movie too. You couldn't tell me Beyonce wasn't fucking that damn roller. Like but she was doing that thing. I'm not gonna let anybody else uh criticism criticism like mm-hmm. deter me from going to see it because I'm obviously gonna see it. I'm obviously probably gonna like it. And yeah. I'm excited um, to see the movie. I don't I don't know. I just don't I don't think the urge is there for me to go see it. Well yeah. You, know? you you would rather go see Hercules. I would like to see Hercules. I think that they, whenever they do Hercules, because I know it's coming. I already got I my know pick. it's coming. I got they my pick need the to come correct. Let it come to the Brandy, Ooh, Jasmine shit. Sullivan. Ooh, shit. I want to hear Solange in there going off. Ooh. And give me not Jennifer Hudson's hollering ass. Oh, wow. You just came um, from J Hood. Wow. No, she does holler a lot. And I don't I don't think I don't want what Fantasia, Fantasia? In there either. <laughs> no, I don't want her either. Um I feel like Fantasia is more of a soloist. Like I feel like during the Aretha Franklin tribute at the Grammys. I feel like when they put her with the other two, with Audra and um, Yolanda, I feel like they were confining her. And I'm like... They, they should have put those three women together. Yes, it was weird. It's like, first of all, this is the shortest Aretha Franklin tribute ever, and it's mm-hmm. disrespectful to the queen. And second, it's like, this is the oddest group of voices I have ever heard. Why would you put them together? Like, Fantasia can do this by herself. No offense to them, but like, she is not made for a group. She is too loud and too anointed to be confined to on, a trio anointed. or a group. So I just kind of felt like she don't need to be in this, but I feel like if I had to give it to one person, I'm going to give it to Amber Riley from um, Oh, yeah. From Glee. Glee, if her, and then if I had to have a close second and third, Jill Scott or Melanie Fiona because I feel like I don't know Melanie why. Fiona could sing too. <laughs> I don't know why, Shana. but as soon as you said Jill Scott, I thought of that video that people always use where she be like, "That's what I'm talking about." <laughs> she was talking about Beyonce in that video <laughs> That's too. That's what the Funny. fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, so but, I, I think yeah, those I would are like good to, choices. It'll be black as heck, yo. Shoot, they won't get Jill's just, diary a job. I see. They should just make Hercules black. They should but we all know give how to do Diary because they I cannot. Need. I cannot believe you just said that about Jews I'm serious. Because they, they can not really. They can't sing, but I don't know why they haven't. You know, like really Popped done off. anything with them. Well, that's the whole thing of promotion and groups. People are not into groups like K-pop singers. They are taking over I for the nine in two thousand. You so silly. But, like, for some reason, these American groups, like, where the fuck... Okay, first of all, where the fuck... What the fuck happened to One Direction? What the fuck happened to Fifth Harmony? Fifth Harmony broke up. 
That's what I'm saying. Broke up. Camilla That's what I'm Cabello saying. out here with um her non singing ass. I can't with her. <laughs> now Normandy. Normandy is that bitch. She, I, yeah. I can't wait to see her blossom somewhere over the years because she is watching Beyonce. She was like, mm-hmm. "Bitch, I see you, but I'm trying to come for your spot." I can see, and she's so chocolate and pretty. But no, like no one cares about groups anymore. And if Diddy come back with this making the band shit, oh my I god, swear, Diddy needs so, to sit down. God. He didn't do nothing with the two bands that Day Twenty Six or uh and Donnie Klain. Do you remember Donnie Klain? Who is Donnie Klain? <laughs> Aaliyah. You don't remember that white boy? The white boy. Remember, there was like a white boy. I think I don't know if he was one, the only one there, but there was a white boy, cute, cute little white boy. He didn't get picked for the group, but then Diddy was like, "I'm gonna give you your own solo career." Oh god! But nothing popped with him. That's the thing. You don't even remember him. That's how bad it was. I I'm telling you, go back on YouTube, him. find them up. Anybody that listen to this and watch Making the Band, you know who I'm talking about. Hopefully, but if you don't, it's Diddy fault. Go back and look at them old reruns on YouTube. You'll see who I'm talking about. If you see his face, you'll be like, ah, okay, him. But yeah, day 26, Kasim, they're, they're gone. Um, what's their names? Danny Kane. He fired half of them. They done. And they don't even look the same. Like, they all look weird. Yeah, I don't know what they of, did. Yeah. And then you had, like, Carl Thomas. You had uh, 112. You had shine. Like I think he has a great I think ear the for talent. Only person that he really like helped was Biggie and Mary J. Blige. And Mary J. Blige. I mean, he has a good ear for music, but he just I don't like. To me, it should not make sense why you have a good ear but you can't maintain none of the artists you have. Like after two albums, they're done for. They're done. They're done. I just I don't get that. And it's like if somebody was like, "Do you want to sign with Diddy?" I'd be like, "Please." I would rather hold his umbrella than try to be in a musical group with Diddy. Exactly. Exactly. Because Funsworth Bentley had a better uh, life than yeah. that for the people that, you know. Let me be your assistant. Even though it Diddy got, had, would have one time to get smart with me and I would have to cut his ass out. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the one thing I give Audie credit for is that she never backed down from him. Every time they got into an argument, it's because she was like, I'm not going to let you talk to me crazy just because you signed my paychecks. Which, on one hand, is like, girl, you need to humble yourself. But on the other hand, it's like, why should you yeah. sit here and take disrespect from somebody? Like, it's a way to talk to people. Remember on the original Making the Band with Dale, well, not Dale, with um, Sarah and all of them, how he made them walk across the bridge and get him a cheesecake that yeah. they ended up dropping? I was like, see, that's that's the stuff I'm talking about. I don't it was like know. pointless. It, it had nothing it to was, do with... It was cold outside. And do you know how long the Brooklyn Bridge is? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm I, saying. I, I don't walk that before. I haven't, but and I'm not going to. So my thing was, <laughs> Diddy would have just had to send me packing because if I'm getting cheesecake <laughs> for anybody, it's for me. Right. Ew. In my mind, I'm thinking, why did they walk across the bridge? Why didn't they just take a train? I don't know what they were doing. Diddy's evil. <laughs> He's fucking evil for that. How do we even get on this? I have How no did we get idea. on this? What's the next topic? That's that's what we need to get back on track. Well, I don't even want to talk about Scarlett Johansson no more. She's not working. Um, she okay. So she, as somebody would say, backpedaled and pussy popped. As somebody would say, uh-huh. <laughs> all her statements. Um, because she but, didn't she originally come out and say that uh, if I want to have play, the right, 
to play if I, she yeah, if I if as an actress I share the right to play here if I want to. And if I, I said, want to play a tree, I can play a tree. If I want to play an animal, I should play an animal. I said, girl, girl, you need to shut the fuck up. I like you, Scar, but you need to oh. choose your words wisely. Because I, I like her because she's Black Widow, so I like her as a character or whatever. Like, Isn't she, she in her own movie, too? Yeah, her movie comes out next year. Um, and the guy that plays Hopper is in her movie. But anyways, mm. um, I like you because I like you in the movies I've seen you in. And you hadn't said anything too stupid before now. But it's like, girl, I'm going to need you to shut the fuck up because <laughs> making statements like that is what's going to get you struck down. And blackball like fuck. Yes, it will because it's like that statement. Like I, I know the, the the one she came out with afterwards. It was some context added to it. Mm-hmm. But it's like when you make both statements like that, and of course they're gonna put that clip out as like the headline right. because it's so full of privilege and like whiteness. It's just it's and just ignorance in it. It's yes, just... it's just like why would you say something like that? You already been in hot water before for that white movie that. And you might watch that anime movie, and then you was gonna take another role where you were gonna be playing somebody who's trans. When there are plenty of trans actors out there that could have the opportunity and should have the opportunity, but people like you who have this whiteness and privilege can just walk in and take a role because of who you are and what you are. That's the point we're trying to make: is that you take up space in roles that you shouldn't, and you don't think about. You know what? Why am I as a white woman playing a, a Asian character? As if there's not plenty of Asian right. actresses out there. Saying stuff like that makes me think that you would take a black role from she a black would. actress. She would. She would take anything. Literally, I feel like Scarlett Johansson is like, fuck all of y'all, get money. Because at the end of the day, it's all about money. I ain't no know. morals involved in it. Ain't no knowledge. Ain't no, like, girl... I'm not going to assume, make any assumptions. I just think that next time, choose your words wisely. Um, whether you meant it or not, I don't give a fuck at this point. You said it. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. And just know, bitch, I'm going to be watching you. <laughs> What's next on the list? I know you didn't want to talk about her. I ain't never had nobody show me all the things that she did. I'm sorry. Show me in a special way I feel. Hell when you hold yeah. we got to yeah. always be together, baby. That's what you tell me. And I and never be the why are you like a note behind me? I, like, I don't know because I'm trying to sing when you sing. I guess there's a delay over the phone. You know, you had to breathe extra hard on it. You had to hold your breath while you wrapped it because it was so long. But um, I ain't never had nobody show me all the things like you would show me in a special way. I feel when you hold me, we gonna always be together, baby. That's what you told me, and I believe it. Damn, Sierra. Ain't never had nobody do me like you. That's when Bow Wow was popping. Well, he's trash now. Biggest crush on him back then. He's so everybody, trash. Everybody loved Chris Brown, but I was like, Bow Wow is just so cute to me. Yeah, he is trash now, though. And now they're both equally trash. Oh, yeah. Chris uh, Brown, for sure. Yeah, Bow Wow trash. Um, I want to talk about the gift. Ne- haven't heard it, so this is all you, honey. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not even going to try. But uh, <laughs> I haven't seen the video either. Ugh. Girl, the video. Okay, we, we, I we, know it's all colorful. I, I'm gonna make this quick. Yeah, so, make this quick. I'm gonna make please. this quick. I'm only gonna give myself three minutes, maybe two. So I'm gonna interrupt you if you go over three minutes. I'm looking at the clock right now. Okay, thank you. And starting now, 
Okay, so the Lion King, the gift. So originally Beyonce said that this was a love letter to Africa. When I first heard it, I was like, oh, wow. You know, this is a love letter to Africa. She features like a lot of um, Nigerian artists. Um, I think South African uh, um, artists. A lot of people definitely felt some type of way because they felt that um, this soundtrack missed the mark just as the Black Panther soundtrack did because they were saying that if Black Panther was based on like, you know, a fic- what is it? fictitious, fictitious, is that a word? Fictional land? Mm-hmm. There we go. Such as Wakanda is based off like, you know, Africa and different things like that. Don't you think that the soundtrack that, you know, Kendrick Lamar produced should have featured African artists? So Beyonce featured African artists, but a lot of people um, were concerned with the fact or they didn't like the fact that it wasn't multiple artists from different countries within Africa. Like, why was it not an artist from Kenya since, you know, Lion King is based on, like, the Serengeti and different things like that? So, people, to me, I was just like, y'all, I can't speak on behalf of, like, African people and how they feel about how their music is showcased because, like, I can't relate to that and I can't speak on it. But then, on the other side, I also feel like literally there's no way that you can please everybody. Like, somebody was going to have a problem with it either way. Okay, just need to get in there. So I think that the soundtrack is lit. Um, I think that each song like definitely carries its own weight and definitely fits the story like line in a good way. Because before each song, there's an interlude from the Lion King movie itself. And I think it kind of sets the scene for the next song. Mm-hmm. I think that my top three, no, before I say that, I do think that um, it has brought in my I guess, musical horizons because now I'm listening to like these African artists. I'm like, okay, I kind of like this. Like I've heard African music before. Definitely heard it like when you out like dancing and different things like that. But just to like sit at my desk and like just hear it and be like, oh, I want to hear that song again. I'm like, oh, I want to look into that artist. I want to figure out who they are, what they look like and stuff like that. I've definitely been doing that. But I think my top three from the album would definitely have to be uh I like bigger. Um I don't think I can really pronounce this Ja Ara I'm saying it wrong. Probably saying it wrong. Uh I like Mood Forever. Mood Forever is just a whole mood. When Beyonce literally said, Why would you try me? Why would you bother? I am Beyonce. Just say a nose, Carter. I was like, yep. And B is back to talking her shit. And she been trying to tell y'all to just get the fuck on. Uh, what other songs I like? I love Brown Skin Girl. Loved it so much that I sent it to my little cousin. And I told her that this song was specifically written for her. Like, don't let anybody tell you, like, you know, you're not beautiful. Or that, like, your skin is not, you know, beautiful. You're gorgeous. I need you to wrap this up. Wow, not even really want to talk about brown skin girl. Really, Aaliyah? Really? Anywho, uh, what else I like? I'm trying to warn you that you got, I know, and I also like spirit. Oh, and I love the other side. It's just, it's okay. something about it that just does something to me. Okay, now I've okay. talked about the, I've talked about the album. No, now I have to no, talk about the no, video. No, 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 no. No, no, no. We're not going to talk about the video until I watch you it. You are going to let, let me, me watch finish. the video first. Okay. And then we'll talk about the video on the next one because I haven't even watched it yet. 
So I can at least watch that because I don't know. Can what I just I'm say to one the more album. thing? Can I just okay? I'm not gonna say nothing <sighs> about the video, but I just want to say okay. one more thing. Say and for all thing. of you hoes out there talking about that the gift didn't uh stream enough, it didn't sell that many digital copies. Shut the fuck up. Because like Beyonce told y'all on Lemonade, if I gave a fuck about streaming, I would have put Lemonade up on Spotify. Obviously, we don't give a fuck about the streaming numbers. What y'all need to be worried about is the fact that Beyonce can actually transcend, like, in, in general, and the fact that she can have an impact that affects multiple generations, multiple, like, cultures and different things like that. When has your fave ever really been concerned about the advancement of colored people, different ethnic groups, and making sure that the stories of Black history and Black culture stand the test of time and that she's leaving a legacy not only for herself and her kids, but also for all of us musically, art-wise, and business-wise. And then I risk my case. So y'all can stay on over there with snake-ass Taylor Swift. Y'all can stay on over there with sweater Ariana Grande. I love Ariana Grande. But when y'all start bringing in all these white faves and stuff into this whole discussion with Beyonce that's really when I get tight and I hate even talking about like Beyonce at work because they always try to throw like their white favorites on me and I just be like they are not even in the same category and I'm gonna need all y'all to shut the hell up and that's all I have to say um quick question is Beyonce on every song she is not on every song is she on majority of the songs um is she on majority of the songs I must say yeah I'm gonna say no. Like I think that it's like evenly distributed. Like I'm gonna go through all the songs where I see Beyonce name. One, okay. two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, <laughs> eleven. Mm. Okay, it's twenty seven songs and Beyonce mm. is on eleven of them. So okay. about you know. Yeah, That's but I bad. listen to it. But I listen to it all the way through. Like I haven't. There's not a song that I've skipped. There's not a song where I'm just like, oh, I could have done without it. So okay. no, I think it's good, and I think it fits the movie and what they're trying to speak to in a good way. Okay. I think it's better um, than Black Panther soundtrack, to be honest. I try to give it a listen sometime this week. You should, because I also feel like the Black Panther soundtrack, to me, it just it, it felt like Killmonger soundtrack. It didn't feel like Black Panther to me in, the, in a weird way, because mm-hmm. a lot of the songs to me catered to Killmonger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I read it at that. But I love haven't really heard the Black Panther album that much either, so. It's got some good songs on there, but then a lot of it was just like, okay, this is something. It's got a lot, some trap on it. Like, and I agree with the people saying that it really didn't speak to, like, the whole essence of Africa and, like, where Black Panther is based upon and different things like that. So, I totally understand that part. <sighs> I just enjoyed it. Okay. What's the next topic? Why would you try? Because it's almost an hour, and I don't think. Did you say you had a question? You said you got a question. But, like, how many more topics? I mean, the other one was uh, Trump punk ass talking about some go back to where you come from. But I don't even think that. Right. I don't even think that we need to go into that because it's like, it's dumb. But I will say this, though. I will say this. One thing that I think that Trump does well is speaking to his base. Yeah. 
He does not literally, he literally does not even have to come out with a concrete policy, a concrete plan. It's just the ideas and like the ideology that he spews out, like all this hatred and like bigotry and like stuff like that. That's what people hold on to about Trump. Like that's what his supporters cling on to. The fact that he literally can get on a the loudest like microphone ever and the media pushes all of this negativity out and then his supporters start seeing him say, Go back to where you came from and then everybody's like, you know what? Yep, y'all all need to go back to where y'all come from. I love America. Y'all don't love America. Y'all need to go back to where y'all come from. Newsflash idiots. A lot of us You're not from here either, you know. Yes. Right. And then, like, today I read something where he talked about um, the senator. I cannot think of her name right now. But it's directly the one that he told, well, he told the four congresswomen to go back to where they come from. Or go back to where they came from. But she's Muslim. I can't think of her name right now. I think she's a congresswoman from Minnesota, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. But he basically Mm -hmm. said this lie today that she's married to her brother or that they tried to make her marry her brother. And I was just like, everybody in his base is going to hear that and think that that is the solid truth, bro. Like, literally. And then they're going to just tie it into, well, you know, in those <laughs> Islamic religion and different things like that, that's what they do. They marry their cousins, their brothers, all those types of stuff. And I'm just like, okay. Okay, but white people fuck their cousins, so. Exactly. Y'all acting like some of the presidents that we've had in the past ain't marry their cousins and have babies with their cousins. And the oh, way like him and his sisters. daughter be posed up together. Yes, like you, like really? You would think they had something going on because the way she was sitting on his lap and looking at him. Well, he definitely said that he would do something with his daughter. He said that before. That's disgusting. He probably has done something with his daughter and we just don't know at this point. Ooh, child. Ooh. I wouldn't be surprised if it came out. And I don't even think that would be enough to get him out of office. I don't think nothing is enough to get him out of office. And honestly, I'm getting fearful that he may be elected again. I don't want it, but yeah, looking that way, the Democrats aren't. Uh, they can't. They can't really get it together. Get together. Yeah, it's so. almost as if he did such a good job of like giving false hope and not really delivering on policies that I just feel like the Democrats don't even need to be speaking on like you know these free college education, like you know different, like you know how they always come up with like policies and stuff that they want to enact and change. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish that there was somebody that could come in and punk the government just like Trump did, but like a Democrat. Like, come in, flip the script, and be like, I'm only going to speak on this. And come out and be like, I hate Republicans. I hate white people. Like, you know, like somebody that really came out and did the same exact thing that Trump did and just see where that goes. But honestly, I just feel like the the minority group wouldn't even go for somebody like that because we're all about, oh, when they go low, we go high. I forgive. Love, love. All this type of stuff. And I'm just like, ugh. I don't think we will make it. Mm. But that's all on that point. I don't want to get that man too much breath out of my lungs. Okay. Was that it on topics? Yeah. Oh, wait. Did you see Cardi B? And well, she really wasn't in the trailer that much. But did you see the Hustlers trailer? I did. And I'm I'm kind of disappointed that I don't see Cardi more in the movie. Um. Yeah, because they definitely using her music a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and that made image. it seem like she was really gonna be in the movie, and I saw her. Like I don't even it. think Lizzo is in it that much. Lizzo and point her were in there like point two seconds. It was about. Even though I am glad, I didn't know that Constance Wu was in it, so I'm glad yeah, I'm to see happy her about again. That. 
I'm glad it's a diverse cast. I'm like, I don't want to see Kiki Palmer that much, so y'all could have swapped her out for Cardi. But wow. that's just me. No, I'm just, I'm still kind of like tired of her from all the stuff she was doing a year or two ago with all that. And the gag is, and the gag is. Oh, yeah. Like, I just, she was just wearing this shit out, and it was just like, okay, Kiki, we get it. We get it, sis. Well, she getting back. I know that she went on um, this Sarah and Strahan show as okay. a little, little co host. Well, co-host? I think so. Well, the lady's on maternity leave, um, so she's filling in for her. I mean, she got nice. a movie, so. Get them coins, Kiki. Try to stand yeah. the test of time, girl. You and Zendaya. Who I love Zendaya so much. Oh, can we talk about Euphoria real quick? Did you watch the episode last night? Yeah, fuck Nate. Honestly. Okay. What happened to McKay? You, oh, I think they were just dry humping him. No one, like... Okay, but you him. didn't see, like, how they had... They had on underwear. But did you see, like, the little attachment that was on front of the underwear? Mm-mm, I didn't really see. I that. saw that. I was like, uh, but he was acting like he got raped, though. I think he was just humiliated because it's like, not only did y'all like bust in on him having sex with his girl, and not only in my butt ass naked, but then y'all all holding me down and letting yeah. me try hunt me. He still would have been embarrassed, but I just think it made it worse because he couldn't defend himself. His girl was right there naked, just like he was. A part of him is just like, well, if I want to become a pledge. Or if I want to be in this fraternity, I have to just sit up here and deal with it. And like, I, I, mm-hmm. if I went to a white school, there's no way in hell I would try to join a white sorority or fraternity because God only knows the type of hazing that they be doing compared to whatever the black ones go through. I'm sure it's probably just as bad, if not ten times worse. But I'm in my mind, I'm even thinking like, McKay, why are you even pledging? Yeah, why are you? And why aren't you at an HBCU? But that's neither here nor there. I, I forgot Girl, he, is he thought he was uh, going to go a football pro. Player. He thought he was going to go pro, and now he see that he not. <laughs> yeah, his daddy getting on my nerves, too, though. Honestly, I'm tired of them doing... Um, I'm tired of toxic masculinity on this fucking show. That's what listen, I'm tired of. Listen, his daddy was really, like, throwing it all on him. Yeah, I was getting sick of that shit. Is her name Cassie? Or Casey? It's Cassie, right? The one, his girlfriend, yeah. Yes. I am so tired of these dudes doing her wrong like literally in some weird way it's like girl you be setting yourself up for it she do but then then you just be like dang they don't have to go that hard on you though like dang yeah they do literally eviscerated the shit out of her he lit her up oh now you crying perfect and another thing i'm like god damn she's had enough broke her heart and now you crushing her fucking spirit but i'm like mvp of the episode Hold on, before we get there, Cassie, why you be dressing the way you be dressed? Like, why Damn. the fuck did you come out of the house with a bra on, sis? Your boobs are big as hell. Like, it's like you be bringing, and your mama, her drunk ass, she don't oh, give a damn. So that's where the problem really lies. But it's like, Cassie, baby, why are you doing this? You, you're not, you're a beautiful girl. You and are it's like, beautiful. Men should not treat you the way they treat you, but it's like you almost put it out there that like you open and ready for anything. Like, let's not forget you was dry humping. The damn Ferris wheel. Yes, like, while you was half mollies and stuff, and everybody's sitting there looking at you, moaning and hunching, like, "Yo, this chick is off her rockers." Like, there are children around. It's just like you need to do better. And I mean, she gets an episode next week, so I think we'll get to see what's up with her. Yeah, but um, you know, like with only two episodes left. Oh yeah, I mean, I watched Big Little Lies, and it was the season finale yesterday, so. 
Can I just say who my favorite it. character is on Euphoria? Um, and it may be problematic. Guess who you think my favorite character is? You like Nate, don't you? No, I don't. Cat, you a, like Cat? Nate is a sociopath. No, you Kat like Cat? Cat is getting on my nerves. Yes, yeah, she got some dick. Two weeks ago, for the first exactly. time, you really think that you can just go around doing virgins. all this? Girl, because I don't want emotional attachment, and I felt bad for Ethan because I'm like, he ain't doing nothing. Like you made an assumption right. based off of y'all was at the fair, and he was just talking to the girl who worked with his sister. Like, can you tell your sister to take my shoe? You assume the worst, and when it fucks some random dude at the fair, and I'm like, girl, you look like you don't use no type of protection. So how are you not pregnant at this point? Right. And then I'm just like, Ethan is a sweet guy. He genuinely seems to like you. I want to looks be like friend. he gives good head. Like uh, the way she was going off in the bathroom, he obviously does. Somebody that's <laughs> a very jit. So my whole thing is just like, why are you pushing him away? And then when he finally do get off your ass and see who you really are, or at least the version you try to show them that you are and he move on to somebody else, you're going to be pissed as hell. I'm just like, he don't even know what he did. He is confused as hell. Like, yeah, what? Like, I don't, like I'm, I'm asking you what I did wrong because you acting funny with me. And this and girl, somebody, you either just want to fuck or you want me to suck your dick. So just pick one. Like, girl, can he have a normal... Com- <laughs> Calm She down. did that with can the dude in the come- car last week. She he left her friend. A normal conversation, and Maddie was down and out. Okay, yes, down and out, and you just decided. But somebody you made a good point and said Maddie wouldn't have done that for her, and I'm like, that is so true. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. I was like, oh, I'm busy. <laughs> Maddie would be like, "Girl, I'm with Nate. I ain't got time for this." They but it's true. Trifling. They're not good friends to each other because. Literally, and none of them she, are good friends. See, Cassie, she, she told and Cassie, Maddie, she told Cassie about them pics that she found in what's name phone, and Cassie was like telling her about it. She was like, "If you repeat that shit, I will come for you." And I would have been like, "Bitch, come for me then," because didn't nobody tell you to open your mouth and tell me that you're just mad because he choked the shit out of you, and you're mad your boyfriend might be gay, and you're also mad that you told him you weren't going to tell nobody, and but you didn't tell everybody, and now it's gotten out, and everybody knows, because that ghetto wannabe black friend that they got, that, that we never really see Ooh, like that girl, anymore, I'm so, I'm so with the fake team, off the show. <laughs> she was in office telling the principal everything. I'm like, so if she could easily tell the principal that he's gay, imagine that the whole school probably knows. I, I bet you that Nate. principal will be like, what the <laughs> fuck is Did I sign up for it? On. And you know what I'm trying to think about? When we were in high school, did any of our principals ever sit there and be like, what the my hell is going on? <laughs> okay, but real quick, guess who you think my favorite character is? Oh, is it a man or a girl? It's a girl. Is it Jules? No, Jules can go somewhere away. Jules is something else right now. And I feel, I didn't understand why she was getting drunk last night until the end where basically he blackmailed her you. again. Mm-hmm. I hate Nate. I want somebody to hit him with a car. I, was, I just, I just, I feel and, like. And run him over and then like hit it in reverse and then <laughs> run him back over taken and then down go back forward. Several pigs because I'm sick of this toxic masculinity and it's like you're stalking Jules. Like you claim you don't want her, but you're stalking her, bro. You're following He's her. He's like <laughs> over six feet tall. Obviously, plays football. How is he lurking in the dark and nobody is paying attention to him? Like just how does he keep breaking in that dude's apartment? Yo, Tyler is having the hardest time right now. I feel okay? so bad for him because he didn't keep... rape her, and then he got his ass beat for something he didn't do because Maddie and Nate are pieces of shit. And then you also 
first of all, why the fuck is he? I'm still trying to figure out how he get in your apartment. Like after the first time, I would have a dog. I would have sixteen bolts on my there. door. I, have a I would have a pistol. Exactly, a pistol waiting. Like if you come to my house again, I'm shooting you. I don't care who I you are. I would take the pistol with me everywhere. I would wipe my ass with the pistol. <laughs> you. You are something else. But I'm just like Tyler. Like what the hell, bro? Like you did it again. Now you you are a rapist. Uh, alleged rapist and you're uh, an abuser and I'm like what is it going to take for Maddie and Nate to really be done is he going to have to beat her the way he beat that dude in order for her to get it because the way Mm-mm. like I did not think they're they so toxic was that bad until they, they showed it at the police station and I was like damn he really yeah. choked her but yeah. alright my favorite character on the show is Drumbo the dad I just said he's a girl oh it's... wait 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 let me guess um, Lexi. No, but I really love Lexi. My favorite character on the show is actually Maddie. Maddie, you like Maddie? Why? I don't know. It's just something about her. It's something about the way that she dressed, like her makeup. It's just something about how she talks, how she just has so much confidence in herself, but clearly not enough that she can't get the fuck away from Nate. It's I just, just something a about her that I like. I didn't, I just realized on her episode she was Hispanic. Oh, I peeped it. I thought she was and white. It's just something about her. I just like her. What the fuck was she wearing at the fair? I was like, bitch. Who, I was like, yeah, Selena, come. <laughs> yeah, I said she do want to be Selena. Hella like bad. Selena. But I was like, wow, this a, this is a fashion nova Cardi B inspired. I was outfit. confused. I was like, girl, you at the fair, baby. Like, where you She was good in every... And then, like, her style. Maddie literally be walking in class with a fur coat on. And then her whole storyline about how she knew how she could fake it with Nate to get exactly what she wanted. And then how, like, she said that she was a virgin, but it didn't show how she had sex with this guy and then how she had sex with that guy. I was just like, come through, Maddie. Just come through, girl. That's why it's so easy. Because he's dumb I just as like fuck. Her. But Lex, Lex, uh, was like I think Lexi like what's her name? I think she do too. But I think that Lexi think like was Ruth. the biggest MVP of this last episode because she yeah. saved her sister life and she saved Ruth life. <laughs> My brother said the same thing. Like the sister was hella looking out for, yes. for her. Everybody because he would have choked the shit out of her. Everybody needs a sister like Lexi. Like hands down, you need a best friend. You need a sister. You need a cousin like Lexi. Yeah, she's a good. I do think she like Rue, and I feel like Rue would be better off with her. But I just, I'm kind of like, I'm scared because I'm like, I don't want her to relapse because of Jules, because Jules is her other addiction. It is. And Jules, like, I knew this was going to happen. I knew that she was going to be hesitant about any type of relationship, whether it was physical and emotional with Rue. I feel like she feels this pressure of trying to keep Rue sober because she knows Rue has feelings for her. But I'm just like, you shouldn't have kissed her. You shouldn't have let her on. You should have just been honest. Now she's attached to you and you the one thing keeping her sober. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping the more she talks to that black guy and the more she continues to have mm-hmm. a strong friendship with people like Lexi, that when it does, when the straw does break the camel's back, that it won't be so hard and that she don't relapse because I just want Rue to be able to stand on her own and not have to be yeah. dependent on a person or a thing or a feeling. Like, that's the thing. She needs something to get by. And I just want her to be able to build herself up by herself with self-love and, like, knowing that you ain't got to be dumb high or drunk to feel anything. Like, 
Yeah. You got a good support system with your sister and your mama who's trying the best she can speaking to raise of, both of y'all. Speaking of little Gia. Yes, ass, Gia is something She else. need her ass whooped. My brother was like, he feel like Rue shouldn't be trying to mother her because Rue is not the best example. But I'm just like, She's I mean, not, she does Rue is what the any best little sister to show yes. her this is what you gonna end up like if you keep doing this. For the last topic it was just a silly question but it's one gotta go between italian food chinese food soul food and mexican food italian what that was so no as soon first of all as soon as you said italian i was like it's it can go i didn't even hear the rest of the options it it just had to go to me it's just all right i'm gonna take you through the reasons why i want to keep the other ones first so (laughs) chinese food Quick, fast, and just good. A shrimp fried rice. I'm good with a shrimp <laughs> fried rice. I'm good with a sesame chicken. I'm good with like the sweet orange chicken. I, I I'm straight. And some rice, good. We got it. Put you put me some carrots and some sweet peas and their fried rice. Straight. Love Chinese food. All right. Soul food. No brainer. I it's called soul food because it's good for the soul. So much savory flavor. It's just good for the soul. It's good food. Come on, man. Really? Greens, cornbread, and fried everybody chicken. Everybody should know that Black Eyed Peas. Love goes. It's man, good come for on. the soul. Peach Cobbler. Come on. You remember soul bro. food? I remember, you remember the soul food. Mm-hmm. That was a theme song. I know. Okay. And then Mexican food. Mexican food. I just love Mexican food. I love black beans. I love rice. Uh, I love queso. I love empanadas. I love enchiladas. Wait, is empanada Cuban? Damn, they may just be Cuban. Anywho, I just love Mexican food. Why I don't like Italian food? Because I think actually that living up here has made me dislike Italian food up here, especially. Mm. I think that it's bland. I think that it's overhyped up. I think that mm. it's just stuff that I just don't think should go together. Um, mm-hmm. Like that whole uh, chicken masala. What is it called? Chick- I don't know. Some chicken and like a lemon sauce or some shit. It's just like stuff that it don't be good. Just mm. And then the stuff that I like, I just like a simple shrimp Alfredo pasta. But that's not really Italian enough. But that's all they eat up here. And it just be bland to me. The bread be mm. hard. Uh, it's just not good. I just don't care for Italian. I don't care. I will only eat Italian food when I am in Italy. That's okay. when I eat it. I was going to bring it up, but yeah, you already said it. Okay, so I'm getting rid of Chinese food <laughs> because soul food, of course, you already said everything I need to say. The ancestors, just, just the ancestors, they pass it down from generation mm-hmm. to generation and it will never die. It only multiplies. Um... Mexican food, delicious, delicious. Just they everything, so, especially so. and especially being in New York and seeing how real tacos are supposed to be made. And I'm sure mm-hmm. they taste even better in California. I have a newfound appreciation for Mexican food. Now, mm-hmm. Italian food to me is so filling, and I do agree that like our version of Italian food probably pales in comparison to the Italian food in actual Italy because. I know somebody who him and his wife went over there and he was like, they drink wine with every meal. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, over here, it's, it's like a casual thing. No, like little kids can drink the wine and stuff because 
it's that's how it, you eat pairs. with the food. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like it's like your drink or like your water. Like it, it goes with the food. But I just feel like Italian food can get me full and hearty. I feel like every time I've eaten Chinese food, it's like I eat it and an hour later I'm like, damn, I'm hungry all over again because it's not meant to be heavy on you. It's meant to be light and healthy. And I'm like, that's cool and all, but it's just like if I want to be full and I have to worry about eating another hour or two later, then I'm going to just have to go with the other three options. Yeah. So I just thought that would be a fun question because these guys I've been watching lately, they do a whole bunch of one got to go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm going I'm to use this for the next podcast because I would love to see what her reaction would be. Oh, uh, yeah. You can kick Italian off quick, fast, <laughs> in a hurry. I don't What like about it. one got to go between Beyonce, Sierra, and Janet dancing-wise? Not singing, but dancing-wise. Sierra. What? I don't know why that was so hard for you, Ellie. It Because she's a natural dancer and she can actually dance. So I'm kicking off okay, Beyonce. Okay, and Beyonce can actually dance. What the fuck? With choreography. Okay, but if we talk, wait, if we talking about a freestyle, no one is kicking off Janet because she's the no originator. Oh, gee, and you. But if we talking about Sierra, gotta go. I'm sorry for you, but I'm just saying, like for me, if I'm talking about a freestyle battle where they have to dance, she's gonna whoop Beyonce's ass in it. If we talking about singing, Beyonce would kill her singing. If we talking about performance wise, Beyonce would kill Sierra. But if we talking about strictly dancing, Beyonce, it's not that great of a natural dancer. She she choreography helps out a lot, and her choreography performances are a one. They are very memorable. You cannot take that away from her. But let's not sit up here and act like Sierra can't dance her fucking ass off. And there's one thing we can give her: we can't give her that she's a good performer or a good singer, like or her music is all that. She can dance her ass off. So I just kind of feel like if I just said dancing, then I would just kick off Beyonce because it's not that she can't dance. I just don't think she can dance better than Janet and Sierra. She would need choreography to do that, but I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't think you can see past your Beyonce standism. No, so I think that's why it's easy obviously for I you. I've first of all, I've always her over Timothy era. This beat is automatic, supersonic. Good day. Get all fresh by somebody. So melodic. This beat come right in. Start crumping. Start crumping. Start crumping. Start crumping. Start crumping. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> All right, everybody, that wraps up our show today, and this is the Fishing Goods Podcast. Adios, y'all. <laughs> Bye.